Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. It is the bonus hour of the show. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. VJ Husky, Arnie Spanier in for Jason Smith and his best friend Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. VJ, what's your schedule like tomorrow? When, when can people tune on into, to you? At 12 noon uh, Pacific time, uh, 3 p.m. back east, I will be filling in for Mr. Doug Gottlieb himself. Wow. And then I'm going to go take a bathroom break and then walk right back into the studio because I will be filling in for two good friends and colleagues of mine. Great fun show I listen to most days. Mr. Wow. Cavino uh, and Rich wow. will be on. My man, Danny G. Congrats to you too, Danny, and his baby. See, uh, they must like you because they do. They love I'm me. not allowed to be on when the sun is out, and I'm not allowed to be in studio with the other hosts. I believe that. Yes. I believe so I'm that. I'm forbidden from being in the studio yeah. with other people, <laughs> and I'm forbidden from being when the sun is out. You so. got to bring that big vanilla energy with you, man. I, I, <laughs> I was a guest. They brought me in as a guest on their show one day and sit in with them. I played the trivia game with them, and then I gave them a few of my 117 Vest in Sports NFL predictions. So, yeah, those guys those guys love me, man. They bring me in. I, I should, Nobody shake hands and kiss babies like me, Arnie. Nobody. No, you're, you're, the, you're the king of that. Nobody, you're, you're, bro. You're the, you're the king of that. Nobody, so... Uh, no shopping for you tomorrow. It's nope. just a, 
just uh, a regular another day. By the way, people are working tomorrow, so you know not everybody has the day off. Oh yeah, no, I, I'll be here. And then Martin and I are right back on Saturday from five to eight, uh, eight to eleven. Normally uh, for Martin and VJ, so three straight days in the studio, man. I love it. I'll be on with Plank tomorrow, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. Again, in for Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Okay, Harmon. awesome. So, I'll be tuning in. I'll check you guys out. Yeah, so and now we'll have Bernie Fratto coming up uh, in about 20 minutes from now. Bernie's going to give us his uh, insight take about what's going on with the Michigan situation and uh, who he likes in that Michigan-Ohio State game. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to I love that guy. That. Big Burns, man. That's a, good, that's a good gentleman right there. I love that guy. Uh, yeah, and he's uh, tied into Michigan. You know that, yep. right? He's oh, yeah. Got, uh, I, I read his book. He sent me an autographed copy of his book, View from the Cheap Seats. Uh, and he also will tell us uh, about the uh, Tom Brady and Raiders deal on what's going on over there also, because I'm kind of curious why that hasn't been finalized, you know? Yeah, Tom, Tom is chilling, man. Everybody needs to, excuse me, Thomas, you guys need to respect that man and call him by his proper name, seven-time Super Bowl champ. That's Thomas. Brady. That's yes. Tom. That's not Tom. Tomas. That's Do- Tomas. 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 Tomas Brady. Yeah, we'll see what's up with that, man. But I uh, think yeah. I think Harbaugh could be their next new coach there in, in uh, Vegas. I want to get to this before we even get to the sure, earlier sure. games. Um, we talked about the halftime entertainment. I just sent you a story about NBC breaking away from Steve Aoki, who is the halftime entertainment um, in the uh, late game. I guess they just broke away by accident. And fans at home were not able to see him. We had Dolly Parton and we had Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow not getting rave reviews, though Dolly did. I thought Dolly looked great in 77. You could have done without it, couldn't you, VJ? I could have done without Dolly because she's old. Like, we got to stop doing that with our old artists. It's Dolly. It doesn't matter. If you haven't seen her by now, you missed out. If you haven't seen her by now, if you people haven't watched still, 9 to people 5... Still, people still go to the Rolling Stones. Yeah, and I guarantee you they don't move well on stage. <laughs> I, gar- I, I guarantee you they don't move. I'm Alright, so I'm black. I'm African-American. So there's bands I grew up watching and stuff. New Edition. Everybody here knows who New Edition is. Could you imagine what a New Edition concert looks like today? <laughs> Bobby Brown's 320. He don't even finish the dance steps. One time he just walked <laughs> off the stage because he was so damn tired. Like, come on. Like, you, there, there could have been a much better halftime lineup today. You cannot tell me these were the best choices. You could have, I don't have nothing against Dolly, but what, what would you say, 77, 78? 70, yeah, 77. Come on, bro. I think, yeah. Stop, stop. Do like we have I, to have concerts? Why don't we just have magicians come on out or something like that? What is this, the NBA regular season? <laughs> I do like when the, I do like the lady that keeps jumping, like dumping stuff on herself and her dress keeps changing. Or the lady on the unicycle that can flip all the bowls on her head. <laughs> that right there is talent. Because I'm waiting for her to fall or for her to miss a bowl. That's what never happens. Never yeah. She never falls. She never misses a bowl. But I'm watching Dolly Parton hold on to the, you know, the little. But the you didn't set. think she looked good in '77 or what? No, no. Can I be a comedian just for th- ten seconds? Sure, yes. Go she ahead. looked like she was being controlled by a drunk puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she looked like she was being controlled by a puppeteer, <laughs> and he had had too many shots of bourbon before no. they said, "Hey, move her, move her, dude. You're on." Oh, uh, what? Yeah, move her to the left. To no, that's too far. She's gonna fall. What she is kept- this weekend at Bernie's? Come on now. Yeah, that's what it looked like. There you go. That's what it looked. Like. She looked like weekend at Bernie's, bro. Like, come on, don't do it. Don't, don't like, don't do that to her. I'm not trying to knock it. I'm knocking oh, no. the people that made this decision. Don't do that to Dolly. She's 78. 
If she'd have made the call, hey, hi, y'all, I want to do the Dallas Cowboy halftime show, I'd have been like, look, Dolly, babe, <laughs> listen, babe, it's been it's been fun. It's been a good ride. Okay, we're going to go with such and such. What's she going to do? Like, get mad? Like, come on. Like, I just thought it was a bad choice, bro, and it didn't look good. And the lip singing was off. Uh, the lip syncing was horrible. I, well, you didn't think it was going to be live, did you? Come on now. Well, I don't. I didn't know what to expect when I saw right. it coming out. And they're like, "Dolly, you part." I'm like, "What the hell?" Okay, yeah, I gotta watch this. I, I want to watch this car accident. For all those Dolly Parton fans, that's big vanilla fun. Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. My mom used to watch 9 to 5 on Betamax over and over and over again. And if you don't know the movie, you're not a real Dolly Parton fan. It became an iconic movie. I don't think it was that heralded when it first came out. It was the cast, you know, with Lily Tomlin and all that. Absolutely. My yeah. mother, though, used to watch that damn thing like twice a week. I can almost recite that movie. A big hit too, yes, right? yeah. absolutely. They were trying to kill their boss. <laughs> <laughs> Darby. Yeah. That name. was horrible bosses before horrible bosses. Yes, yes it was. Come yes, on, man. Was. I'm a film buff, baby. Yeah, a little ahead of its time. All right, uh, we had three games earlier today. Just a little thought on the earlier ones. Got a, okay. You know, little jabs at it. Um, we saw the Packers upset the Lions. And I, you know, I heard Rob Parker ripping the Lions out, saying the same old Lions. You and our number one um, pretty much saying, hey, yeah, same old Lions. And yeah. now we can't trust them. I'm not really ready to go to that place till the last two games have scared me. They've not looked good against the Bears, but they pulled out the victory. Didn't look good against the Packers. They made Jordan Love look like a Hall of Famer, um, for crying out loud. But uh, I, I do have some warning signs here, but I'm not ready to say that uh, it's the same old Lions, you know? I don't like saying same old Lions because that's, like I said, it's more cliches. I'll just simply say in my own VJ term, until I see them do different, I'm not going to expect them to be different even at 8-3. and three. If they win next week, oh, 9-3. and three. Think about it. This is the first time they've been, and I, and I'm, I know I'm going to mess the year, but I know I'm going to be very close. First time they've been 8-3, eight 8-2, and three, eight and two, excuse me, I since 61, 62. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, see, I, I told you I'd be a year or two, but early 60s. Okay, that's, dude, that's 60-something a year. Like, come on. So if that's what I've seen from you since I've been alive, and I was born in 77. So if all I've seen from you from 77 is one playoff win, I don't care what your regular season looks like. I'm still going to judge you off of just your history until you show me different. So I'm not an in on the lines or out on this. Like, hey, man. If you look at it, Kirk Cousins is gone. Cop out a little bit. You're, you're, no. you know, you're saying okay because your your history is not good, then um, you know your future doesn't look that bright either. They've turned it around after those first seven losses. Look what their record is. They're eight and three right now. And how many games did they make? I, 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 last I was about, year? I was doing the math quick in my. I think so. After the zero and seven start, I want to say. They're nine and eight. sixteen, no sixteen, and no, because they won their last. They won eight of their last something last year, or seven or last something, right? And they got eight wins now. So, uh, what fifteen and four would it be? Yeah, like fifteen and four. That's not, that's probably one of the best, if not the best, record in, in the NFL right now over the last nineteen. True, years. very true. But when you look at that number and then your eyes scroll to the right and you see what team it is, you go, oh. Oh, yeah, it's the Lions. So, they'll, yeah, you know, until I see them do better. There's nobody. Even Detroit fans. I got friends in Detroit. Even Detroit fans are like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a wait. <laughs> uh, it's exciting. It's cool they're winning regular season games. 
But it means nothing if we win a division, a bad division that lost Aaron Rodgers, lost lost Justin Jefferson, lost Kirk Cousins. The Bears are a complete mess. You should be eight and three right now well, with I've, Golf and Gibbs and Montgomery and Saint and uh, Amon Saint Brown. Like you, uh, the defense, the offensive line. They have one of the best offensive line in football. You should be eight and three when that, those are the variables. I'll tell you what. I pulled up the strength of victories. That means teams with the most victories are uh, victories with the weakest schedule. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Saints, even though they're only five and five, their strength of victory is a winning percentage of two seventy five. Mm-hmm. That means they beat teams with that type of winning percentage. Yeah, the Dolphins at seven and three only beaten teams that have won thirty percent of the time. Okay, three oh six. So they've. It's not like they've had a murderous schedule either. And the Lions, 368. So not as bad, not as easy as the Miami Dolphins right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and not only that, I'll, I'll simply just I'll, – I'll propose the question to you this way. If you were looking at the NFC playoffs right now, tell me, tell me, who, the Lions, tell me who the Lions are going to beat. If they, will they beat the Eagles in the playoffs? No, they probably would San Francisco. No. Dallas. No. Minnesota. Yes. Okay, so that's where they're uh, – yeah, well, and, they uh, and the, Saint, the, the Saints are also three. a division. So right. the Saints. Right, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so they don't get any of the top three, but I think they can beat anybody else. They don't, beat the, they, don't get the, they don't get the Saints either because the Saints will be – the Saints will win a division. Right, exactly. So they would either end up playing the way it's set up right now, either right the now, Packers, Seattle – I don't think the Rams get in. They're sitting at four and Minnesota. six, but they're the ninth seed. Yeah, Minnesota. Hey, look, man, I like what the Vikings have done, and they they really they really spit up on themselves at Denver. They should have won that damn game. You have got to get points on drives where they weren't getting points on drives. And kudos to Denver. Everybody wants to try to put it on Russell Wilson. I know I love Colin, but the, he he's been waiting for Russell to have a good string of games so he can get back to his on on the Russell train he was on when he's in Seattle. But give the props where it really needs to go. Vance Joseph, since Miami hung a forty burger on their head, Vance Joseph has really got this defense playing really really well. The Broncos are still averaging under twenty a game, dude. Yeah. They won 21-20 the other night. So they're not they're not putting no damn – Russell Wilson's not putting no damn points on the board still. Even with Devontae Williams back and even with Jerry Judy and Sutton, he still isn't putting points on the board. So I would just say pump the brakes here on on the Broncos. I I, I don't think the, uh, the Broncos are going to make the playoffs in the AFC, but they beat the Vikings. I really want to see the Vikings win that game. Think about they win that game and then we see what they get from the Lions today. I want to see what the Lions do when there's pressure on them. When they feel somebody on their heels. Right now, they got a nice little comfortable lead. They're feeling pressure now, that's for sure. I don't think so. Um, Rock Rebel says, why are you guys burying the lead on your updates? Uh, What about Bland setting the all-time pick six record? We didn't bring that up for the Dallas Cowboys. New record out there. How many many touchdowns? Five touchdowns. Five in one season. That's phenomenal. Unbelievable. And I I think he knocked off, uh, he broke Eric Allen's record. Eric Allen had a crazy, stupid year for Philly. One year I can remember, but here's a really cool number. Deion Sanders has nine in his career. This kid's always halfway there. And I and listen to the, whoever the tweet was from. Hey, I have a couple of IDP fantasy leagues. If people don't know what that is, that means individual defensive players along with your offensive players, your kicker and your defense too. I have Bland on one of my teams today, and he scored me 37 points. So trust me, a brother was all locked in to Dallas's defense and uh and what Bland was doing. So, but it, it, as far as the NFC goes with the with the Lions, 
it's not a cop out, dude. I'm just like, what do you, what do you, every, you can only say one thing. Same old lines. What else can you say? You can't really have optimism, like optimism for this team. You think they can beat anybody of, of, dude, they could lose a home playoff game, Arnie. I can see one of these, I can see Minnesota going in there. And that defense is playing really well. Hey, Brian Flores, you and I have history with that gentleman, right? Yep. He, yep we are his. Sure. But you know what he can do? He he sucks as a head coach. Okay, everybody knows that. You know what he can do though? He can coordinate a defense. Mm. He can but, coordinate it. He's proven that. By the way, you mentioned Deion Sanders a, a, a few seconds back. Sure. Have you? Did you go to Mount Rushmore while you're in Los Angeles? I'm just kind of curious. No. Because <laughs> Dion said he thought Mount Rushmore was in Los Angeles. I didn't know if you if you decided to nah. go yet or what. No. Nah. I, I was all in with Coach Pryor, and I still am. I think he can really turn things around there. But the way the second half of the season has played out, I called him out on Martin and VJ last week. His coaching staff has to take a lot of the blame for the way the second half of the season, or really the second quarter of the season, three-fourths of the season, has continued to go. Because if you just put the tape and watch the tape, the players aren't better. That's coaching. He needs better position. And we know Dion's not the coach. Dion's the CEO of this thing. He's not the head. Yeah. He's not the head. He doesn't call any plays on offense or defense. He's just got the headset on. He's the CEO, man. He's running it. Dion told us on 2020, hey, baby, this is a business. This is a, I know all this around here right now, all this that God gave me. This is a business, right? He told us what it is. He has a hit song from back in the day. Must be the money. Like Dion's telling us exactly what it's about and who he is. We're trying to turn Dion into something that doesn't. I, I, my question is, can he even really coach, or is he just a great pitch man and a one of the best salesmen we've ever seen in in sports? Period. I think that's more what well, he is. Well, he coached Arnie. the first three games, according to everybody that was watching it. You know, nah, we know he didn't though. He didn't. Yeah. He just hey, listen, and it was good. It it brought attention to that school. In the first three weeks, he had made that school ninety one million dollars. Wow. He had made them. Remember, wow. they didn't have the money to pay him. Right. Before right. his contract, he said the the, the AD said, D- but we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> Dion said, don't worry about it. I'm gonna make you we'll three times that. And he has. He's made them over a hundred million dollars in the in the in the black. Red and sells is bad, and the black is good. They're a hundred million in the black simply because of who their head coach is, and they can finish four and eight and yeah. still made that type of money to turn what? it around. Uh, the other games today. What do you make of Dallas's victory over Washington? Semi-close until they blew them out in the fourth quarter. I think it was 25 points or something like that. Then they flexed their muscle on Washington. What are you making of the Cowboys? Very simple answer. When they got their ass kicked against San Francisco, San Francisco woke Dallas up. Watch for Dallas the rest of this year and going into the playoffs. San Francisco woke them up. They have not looked the same since that San Francisco loss. They look dominating. Like they they look dominating. Zach's that's that was like, my pick. Dallas, Miami was my Super Bowl pick. Mine was Eagles, Ravens, and I'm and I'm still alive for and I still like that. I'm a, you know I love my Dolphins, but it, right. I, this was in this was in July when we all wrote our picks down here at the studio in August. So I was just you know trying to be opti- I was trying to be real to be an analyst, not be a fan. I had the Eagles and Ravens, which I I still like to this day. Yeah, but Dallas Dallas, they, Dallas is yeah. Dallas is to be reckoned with, Arnie. They better have wrote down my picks. I called up the. That knucklehead producer of mine, I said, put my picks down there. Watch. You're not on the sheet. You're not on the, you're not on the sheet because we got like, it's like 25 names on there. You ain't, you're not on the sheet. 
I'll check during a commercial break and tell you next. Because I, I look at it every day. I, when, every time I come in, I look at it just to see how close, like all the Bengal people, all the Joe Burrow if MVP I'm not people, on, that's I would out. be upset, man. I'll look and see if Arnie's I'll look and see what, right. what picks they wrote down for you. So you had Dolphins winning the AFC and Dolphins and, and the Cowboys. Huh? And, yeah. huh? You text me that back in like August. Yeah, yeah. you did. That was your pick. You text so. me that. Yeah. Uh, this is all brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a monthly policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We'll come back. Let's talk to Bernie Fratto. What does he think about the Michigan Ohio State game? Plus, he'll give us the latest what's going on with the Raiders and Tom Brady. Go through some of the other games. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Fox Sports Radio here at the Tyrac.com studios. VJ Husky, Arnie Spanier, and for Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. I want to get to our guest. He's actually filled in for Ben Maller after we're off tonight. You can hear him on the weekends on Saturday and Sunday. It's our buddy Bernie Fratto. How you doing, Bernie? Where uh, gluttony is not a sin, and I know my arms are tired, so i got to work through that. (laughs) Bernie, off the bat, I know you're the Michigan guy, my friend. Um, what do you make of this whole thing? How is the game going to be affected with no Harbaugh tomorrow? And uh, how do you see this coming out? Well, inside the locker room, uh, they're actually fired up about this. It's created some adrenaline. But let's break this down from a handicapper standpoint and, and keep it objective. This is basically a coin flip game. Full disclosure, three weeks ago, I grabbed Ohio State plus five and a half. So there are technical factors that will affect this and fundamental factors. These are the technical factors. Ohio State is 17-3 and as a dog since 2008. The last time they were a dog was against Michigan in 2018. They beat them 62-39. to mm. They're also 9-0 and in double revenge situations. And since 1987, there have only been seven college matchups where both teams were 10-0 and or better. And the underdog was 6-1. and one. Now let's look at some fundamental factors. J.J. McCarthy, without Jim Harbaugh on the sideline, has had pretty significant offensive drop-off. He's dropped off in completion percentage, yards per pass, yards per game, points per game. Michigan's averaging 31 points a game without Jim Harbaugh on the field, 44 points on the game with him. J.J.'s throwing four interceptions without Harbaugh, hadn't thrown an interception all year with him. Now, I know Michigan ran the ball 32 times against Penn State, and they keep beating their chest about that. And if I had a nickel for every time I heard him say that, Elon must be mowing my lawn this week. <laughs> so the bottom line is they did it, but you're not going to do that against any other team. And the truth of the matter is Penn State had two elite pass rushers, and Michigan State could not protect J.J. McCarthy. They know it. That's why they ran the ball, and they got away with it, and tip of the cap. And by the way, Michigan does have two offensive Lyman banged up. Ohio State has the number four total defense and number two pass rush defense. They also have two elite pass rushers in J2, Tumalao, and Jack Sawyer. Here's the key to the game. Kyle McCord has to play clean. He's got the best player in the country in Marvin Harrison. If he connects on a hitch route and takes it to the house, <clears throat> that could certainly change the outcome of this game or change the tenor of the game. It's a coin flip game, but there is one edge that if you look at the film closely, you have to be a little bit worried about if you're a Michigan fan. 80% of the time, Michigan plays a defense called a cover three. For whatever reason, Kyle McCord has absolutely sliced up cover three looks this year. He's He's been very explosive against cover three looks with a 69% completion rate. Maryland did the same last week. They're 5.3 yards per play. If Tualia hadn't turned the ball over three times, I don't know what would have happened. It's a coin flip game. If Kyle McCord doesn't turn the ball over, I think Ohio State wins. If J.J. McCarthy can get some semblance of a passing attack going, I think Michigan wins. There you have it. I've already grabbed the five and a half. 
Ooh, wow. My man, man. Big Bernie Fratto, VJ Vernon Husky, the Big <laughs> happy, Vanilla, happy baby. Man. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, man. So I'm not going bang on this Michigan thing too much. I'll jump to the NFL a little bit. And some of these spreads that I'm looking at tomorrow, uh, for tomorrow, especially my Miami Dolphins against them lovely bum-ass Jets on this plus 10. <laughs> and, and Miami doesn't have a good record coming out of a bye. So I, and the Raiders have been playing well. We were talking earlier in the show. A lot, a lot of times we have these intern co- coach switchovers. There's a new you know, boost of energy and guys play well. And then you, you, you settle back into who you truly are. I love the Dolphins here at this plus 10. Tell me I'm wrong or tell me I'm right. Well, let me put it to you this way. The Dolphins are averaging 31 points a game. The Jets are averaging 15 points a game with Zach Wilson. Are you kidding me? Now they go to Tim Boyle. Ironically, Zach Wilson still gives him a better chance to win, but you got to make a change. Tim Boyle is 0-4 as a starter. You saw what he did with the Lions two years ago and didn't look good doing it. He was at Connecticut. He threw one touchdown pass and 13 interceptions. But this is America. Even you two can be in the NFL. I don't know how the head, how the hell the Jets are going to score points. That offense under Zach Wilson couldn't score in a women's prison with a fistful of 50s. How are they going to do it with Tim Boyle? <laughs> Tim Boyle? Yeah. Be better off with Tanner Boyle from Bad News Bears. Yeah. I, I think the Dolphins, if they don't turn the ball over, they go in and take care of business. It's a, it's a stay-away game for me. But in all seriousness, Tim Boyle, come on, man. Yeah. Also, eight and eighteen and four in their last uh, twenty-two as a favorite to Miami Dolphins. Yeah. They're again. They're averaging thirty-one points a game. The Jets were averaging fifteen with Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, the Chiefs are in Las Vegas taking on the Raiders. One. What's going on with the Tom Brady situation there? Uh, because if he does buy into the team, maybe that's a chance that Belichick can go there. Uh, and what's the coaching situation? Will Pierce be the coach next year? Do you think? And how do you see this game? Well, Pierce is going to get an interview, and I know Mark Davis has heard it a thousand times. He blew it by not continuing with Rich Passaccia because he won the locker room, won four straight games, and almost won a playoff game. And Derek Carr took care of that. And so the truth of the matter is Pierce is, Pierce is very much in the running. As, as Well, I'm not going to start mentioning names. But let's get back to the Brady thing, and I don't think Belichick's coming here. But the bottom line is this. The Brady ownership Vegas deal, it really hasn't been reported. It's all but falling apart, guys. Here's why. Hmm. Mark Davis said, hey, Tom, you can own 10% of the team for 175 men. The owners go, uh, what the hell? The Raiders' valuation is $6.2 billion. The most we would approve is 6% ownership, and that would cost Mr. Tom Brady $372 million, not $175 million. So it stalled for 60 days. I don't see it getting revisited. Not that it can't change, but if I'm a betting man, and I am, that deal's dead and it's been dead. Bernie Frado from Fox Sports Radio. He'll be filling in for our, our our good colleague later on after the show. You can also catch him on the weekends on the Bernie Frado Show. Live right now on Mike Harmon and Jason Smith with myself and Bernie. And, uh, excuse me, and Arnie Spain filling in. Another game in the AFC that nobody's really talking about that I think is huge. The Browns go to the Broncos. I thought the Broncos got off easy. I thought the Vikings kind of, you know, wet their pants and threw up on themselves and lost that game. But this game is really big as far as playoff positioning and the hopes of the Broncos turning it around. They're 11-2 straight up. The Broncos are in their last 13 against Cleveland. But they're 2-5 and five against the spread at home. It feels like a flipping game, too. It's just a point and a half. I want to go Cleveland here. Talk me out of it. No, I'm not going to talk you out of it. Okay. Uh, I'm not betting the game, but I think you're on the right side. Denver's 2-12 and 12 against the number in their last 15 as a favorite. 
teams look different when you dress them up as a favorite. And, you know, Denver's been getting it done, but that Cleveland defense is, mm. is, is for real. And even though Denver opened up the season with three straight losses and they do look a lot better, uh, they haven't done well against the AFC North in past years. And I will tell you, Cleveland and the culture has changed dramatically. They know how to win, and that defense under Jim Schwartz is absolutely for real. I would, le- I would lean Cleveland here. Uh, Bernie, I want to sprinkle in a little college because Oregon State's taking on Oregon. You know I got to pull for Oregon State because uh, Oregon loses, Arizona wins, Arizona plays in the Pac-12 championship. I got any hope whatsoever, or I'm not feeling good. You're not feeling good about it. Well, I actually think Oregon. I think Oregon and Georgia are the two best teams in the country on both sides of the ball. Oregon would have beaten Washington in Washington had their coach not gotten stupid. I'm so sick of this analytics thing. I, I feel like Oregon State gives them a game, but I feel in the end Oregon wins by about ten. Mm. And I think they and I can tell you the look ahead line if Oregon gets here uh, to play in the Pac-12 championship game will be here in Las Vegas. Washington's already in. There's already a look ahead line. Oregon minus six and a half. By the way, wow. Yeah, Jet Fish in Arizona have done a great job, and the Sharps I already know are pounding Oregon. So I think Oregon gets it done, and uh, in Corvallis, and 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 I think they. they it's in Eugene. It's in Eugene. Check check that. I, I yeah. apologize. Right. It's yeah. home. It's a home game for Oregon. I should, I should get my Oregon geography. At least I know. The, <laughs> at least I know Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota. <laughs> and I give Dion top credit for owning up to that. I really do, yeah, man. He that. didn't. He didn't try to make it up. You know, like a Woody Allen movie or something. <laughs> hey, Burr, let's stay in college football, man. I know you don't like to actually like pick teams. You're more about just laying the lines out for us, giving us all the rules. You're the best in the business doing it. But I'm gonna try to. You know, I'm gonna hold you to the fire a little bit here, man. When two weeks come pass from now, we have tomorrow, this weekend, Saturday, and then next weekend all the conference championship games. By that following Monday or Tuesday, who's the four teams that's playing for the college football championship? Georgia, Oregon, um, the winner of the Michigan-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Hard one to get that fourth, huh? It, Alabama. It, 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 it is. Well, Alabama. You know, if, if, if Alabama loses, they will not pick a two-team. Check that. It, 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 there will not be a two-loss team. There no. never has been and there never will be. All right? So you're going to get the Big Ten champ. You're going to get Oregon, the Pac-12 champ. I believe uh, it certainly will be them. Uh, I Boy. I, if I could just throw this at you, do you got to squeeze Texas in? If I was just going to say Texas because they beat Alabama in Alabama. I expect Texas to go on and win the Big 12 championship, so they would be in the one-loss team. So I think you'd mm. have either an undefeated Michigan or, and or Ohio State team, an undefeated Georgia team, a one-loss Oregon team, and a one-loss Texas team. That would be my wow. four. I like Ernie, that four. What's uh, coming up on the uh, show tonight as you're filling for Ben Maller? We got all kinds of craziness. As you know, it's a different show when you do his show. Ah, but I do have Bill. I do have my buddy Bill Crackman on. He's going to come on at eleven fifteen, and we're going to talk about the F one situation here in Las Vegas, and the A's coming. We're going to talk about the first ever, of course, uh, uh, Black Friday game, and uh, you know we'll have all 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 the goofiness going on in the world of, of sports, like our good buddy Brandon Staley. And I'm going to take you deep into the Michigan situation. I want to talk about the Barry Sanders, Scott Mitchell. I was there. I, I recommend everybody watch that uh, that uh, video or that hour and a half feature on Prime. It's extremely well done. Uh, bye-bye, Barry. I want to talk about Dave Clawson's remarks that he made about Notre Dame. They were only dating for a year and the whole situation with Sam Howell. You know, I, I, I bet they didn't play that song for Brady Quinn. He's like the number one passer of all time. But anyway, all kinds of hijinks and goofiness, plus my usual, what kind of brand new fool are you and what my name at 2 a.m. 
Pacific. So happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving God bless, Thanks brother. a lot. We'll be tuning on in, so we'll speak to you later on, buddy. Stay safe out there. There you go. Bernie Fratto sitting in for Ben Maller. Also, you can hear him on weekends. Uh, that's coming up right after we're off. Well, first, though, before we do anything else, let's see what's trending. Uh, we check in with our buddy Brian Fenley for the last time tonight. What's going on, b Yeah, you're probably saying to yourself, Arnie, thank goodness it's the last time. Thank we don't goodness. have to deal with this guy anymore. Yeah, so let's go right into what's happening in the NFL. We had three games on this Thanksgiving Thursday. The last one to wrap up saw Brock Purdy throw a pick six, but still the 49ers, thanks to two touchdowns that were scored on the ground by Christian McCaffrey, go on to win on the road against the Seahawks, 31-13. to And afterwards, Purdy had this to say about celebrating a big dub. Just growing up, you know, you're with your family and stuff, watching the NFL games go on. You see the post-game interviews and the turkey legs, and it's just like a good time, you know, watching it with your family. So to be able to be out with my teammates after the game on a win on the road, you know, eating some turkey legs and stuff like that, it was fun. It's going to be something we'll look back on and smile about and whatnot. Duron Bland will look back and smile at the fact that he has broken an NFL single-season record with a fifth pick-six on the year, and he did it, that fifth, for the Cowboys. And their 45-10 to 10 drubbing of the Commanders where Dak Prescott, the Cowboys signal caller, threw four touchdowns, 331 yards passing. Tony Pollard got a visit into the end zone as well. 13 carries, 79 yards. And then the early game, a tradition unlike any other, and that is the Lions playing on Thanksgiving and the Lions losing on Thanksgiving, apparently, as they go down this time 29-22 to to the Packers and Jared Goff, Detroit's quarterback, lost not one or two, but three fumbles in the game. College football won marquee matchup on this Thursday in Starkville, the Egg Bowl, and it was number 12 Ole Miss taking it to the nemesis Mississippi State 17-7. So Lane Kiffin for a second season at Oxford has the Rebs with a 10-win regular season. They're 10-2, hoping to get into one of those New Year's Six Bowls college football to college basketball and a plethora of top 25 teams were in action on Thanksgiving including number 20 Arkansas they go down for a second time on the season and this time in the Bahamas against Memphis 84 to 79 the Tigers are 5 and 0 the number 3 Arizona Wildcats somehow are 6 and 0 74 ah! yes Arnie Spaniard I'm not sure that you would have ever made the team when you were there, wow. but you probably might <laughs> we were have been. Bad. We were one in seventeen in the Pac ten or Pac ten back then. I-, I heard you didn't make the cut for the basketball, but you were top five to be the mascot that year. By the way, yeah. I played sports in college. I want you to know that. Uh, like rec league, that doesn't no, count. No, I played water polo. Oh, like at, the at, intramural team. Inner tube water tube. It was inter, intramural water tube polo. Intramurals, okay, yeah. Well, you also didn't have to swim. You got to sit on an inner tube. Well, wasn't that a sight? Especially probably with you wearing a Speedo. Yeah. Not much that, more that I'd like to see. It's still the same thing, just that we didn't have to swim. So, well, That sounds like a sport that doesn't take a lot of exertion of energy, which yeah, is exactly. probably the kind of sport that you're yes. good Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So 74-68, to 68, Arizona over Michigan State. And I will leave you with this, guys. Number 14, North Carolina suffers an L, and they do so in overtime. 83-81, to 81, Villanova rising to the occasion. Another game that was played at the Atlantis in the Bahamas. With that, let's get it back to one Arizona Wildcat 
anthropologist. Somehow they let him into the institution as a student. Not sure how he got in. And uh, yeah, VJ Husky, who is dominating as well. Thank you, Brian yeah. Finley. Uh, hope you enjoyed your <laughs> Thanksgiving. Have a good day tomorrow. Enjoy your Black Friday. Go shopping like crazy out there live at Tyrac.com Studios. VJ Husky, Arnie Spanier. I'm going to be uh, really in a bad mood tomorrow when I do the show. If, uh, well, you'll be on the air, but if my Dolphins lose, I want you to know that. Nah, we're not going to lose. Don't worry about it. Speaking of Dolphins, Bernie, Arnie, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, what's that? Yes. You called me a fair-weather Dolphin fan on yes. live. I'm only real dolphin fan and the fans started tweeting me did they really yes that's why i texted you about it i was like hold on player hold up one thing we will not do at Fox Sports Radio. You guys can make fun of I me. I do that to Brian, no, too. I, I know. You guys can make fun of me with all my goofiness. I show up with my friend Flintstone co- Halloween costume on in studio, make everybody wear the costumes and all the goofy stuff <laughs> I do. The one thing we will not do is we will not disrespect the Big Vanilla Funny brand, and we will not call VJ Vernet Husky a fair weather fan of none of you his You didn't teams. even pick the Dolphins to go to the Super Bowl, so that, that come, But you know what? Though? Oh, by the way, I looked on the list. You're, they did write your stuff down. Oh, thank goodness. They did write thank your goodness. stuff. Okay. Yeah, they, your MVP, I saw everything. Matter of fact, you're out on a limb. You have the Raiders going to the playoffs, correct? Ah, so there you go. And so they yeah. did write your stuff that I went and checked yeah. for you. No, bro, that's just because I don't pick the. You want to talk about not picking them? Arnie. In preseason, you text me. Oh, my God. You see that throw? Season over, VJ. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Soon as Arnie, guys, let me tell you something. Arnie Spanier and I have developed a really cool friendship over the years we've been working together. This is the most irrational Dolphin fan in the sports talk business I've ever come across. Because I'm a real fan. If I can show you guys the text messages I get after, like, a certain play. Oh, man. <laughs> you see that throw? It's over, VJ. Season done. Uh, arms that's down. Sees might as well throw the year wave. I'm like, bro, relax, man. It's week two, Arnie. Yeah, that means 15 more losses come. Oh, God. Okay. Get off my phone. Get off my phone, Arnie. All right. I'll tell you what. Um, one more segment to go. Let's get to some picks where there's some games sure. we didn't get to. We'll get to some picks. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.